Side. This is Aaliyah Christine, and you're listening to Side Grace. Thank you for tuning in to follow my journey. I hope that as you follow me, you're able to gain some insight, and in return, it causes a kickstart of shaping your own reality. Again, thank you for tuning in, and we are going to get today's podcast rolling. Are you getting your nails done, dyeing your hair, and changing your entire closet? Getting a Fente Macchiato? I'm not really sure what it's called because I'm just not that much of a Starbucks drinker. But yeah, I mean, is that the definition of self-care for you? I think social media uh, playing up that idea that self-care is spending these huge amounts of money. And don't get me wrong, I am the first one to be like, I'm going to throw on some makeup. I'm going to go buy myself some makeup in the name of self-care. But social media really perpetuates that you have to sometimes spend, again, this huge amount of money or just money in general, like on that Starbucks coffee or that Manny and Petty to really make yourself feel good. Another thing that I noticed that is so popular is that self-care is kind of vague. Um, It's kind of really touching that area of like, I need to look good in the name of self-care. And again, I am a full supporter of that, but I, even in myself, I see it like, is this truly self-care? Do you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm picking up here? I think self-care is so much more deeper than that. I just think the definition of self-care fosters a brief feeling of enjoyment and those Manny and Petties, those coffees that you're drinking, the clothes that you're buying, the makeup that you're buying, those are all short-lived. It's not longevity. It doesn't really provide that much of a longevity. It's just, it's short-lived and it, it supplies short pleasures. However, when you come back down from that like little high that you got from getting your nails done, are you really happy with yourself at the end of the day? Like, did that self-care really do that for you? Like, was it just something that you really enjoyed in the moment? And is it sustainable? Again, I think the magic of where we are in this, the human race, is that everything is so different. Like, what I think is the right thing for me does not really necessarily mean that's the right thing for the next person. And that's okay. We don't have to agree on anything. And that's okay with me and I hope that's okay with you but self-care to me is learning how to maintain that high feeling for as long as possible so that feeling of man I'm just so happy I'm really just in a high vibration right now that's something that ideally my self-care routine is aiding towards like if you were to ask me what self-care is I think I'd explain it as trying to nurture who you are and bring out your best self And that doesn't all apply to that vanity aspect, like the vanity side of the self-care. So yes, I do agree. Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done. But what are you really doing internally for yourself self-care-wise? What are the things that you're doing? And I'm talking about the things that truly keep you at peace on the inside. And do not get me wrong again. Like I said before... If you follow me on Instagram, you know I like to look nice, but I think there is a problem when we are constantly spending money in the quest of developing a self-care routine. 
if you were to ask my friends, my friends would again would say that like, yeah, Aaliyah likes to shop. Yeah, I do like to shop. And I would like to kindly disagree and say changing my entire wardrobe, though, was something that I've been manifesting for a while. Like that is something that I've wanted to change for quite some time. And I finally had the means to do it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to change my wardrobe. And I was going through a really rough time. So it was kind of like a coping mechanism. So, yeah, I guess I was kind of using it as self-care. But now if you were to ask me, that is not sustainable self-care by any means. (laughs) I spent a lot of money and at the end of the day, there were some things that I still wasn't happy with. And spending my money on these things was not going to aid anything. So when it's time to really take off my clothes, take all the new clothes off that I bought, take off the makeup that I put on, the nails, I had to ask myself, can I really sit here and am I comfortable with who I am right now? And that's something that you can ask yourself when you're trying to develop a self-care. Like, are those things that really are helping you in the longevity or is it just supplying short-term gratification? And that's a really big thing to think about when you're trying to develop your own self-care routine. It's really easy to think that, you know, doing the things that cost money or going out, like that's something that's going to make me feel well and feel great. But again, it it's not sustainable and it's not sustainable for me. It could be sustainable for you. So that's very possible. And I think I express this so much because as a therapist and counselor in training, you know, we're taught about like self-care because as a therapist, or just working in the mental health field in general, or any field that's taxing, one thing that schools are now really applying, or at least in my program, is that you have to do the self-care. Because if you don't, you're really going to, you're going to at some point reach a burnout stage. And that burnout stage is not pleasant. So what are you going to do for yourself to maintain a well-balanced quality of life. And again, I think I go back to like, you know, sometimes when you're thinking about self-care and then you go back to the whole, I wanna buy myself this coffee, I wanna get my nails done, I wanna get my hair done, Um, I'm gonna go out to the bars. Like, again, that's great, but there are some people who are in a really tough space, like, those who are dealing with depression. Self-care to those who are in depression could really be just getting up and brushing your teeth. That's huge. Self-care for those in a really dark place like depression, also self-care for them is taking a shower, drinking water. It's making sure that they're getting their basic needs met in some days for those who have depression it's really hard to get those things done so self-care for those who are have depression that's what it looks like for them and that's what i mean about the magic and the beauty that things look different for everyone self-care for someone with depression could be those basic needs sometimes if they're really on that scale of a deep depression then that's self-care and it looks different for those with anxiety 
It can look different for those with OCD. It can look different for just the, the normal person sitting in front of you. And that's something that you kind of have to sit with yourself and kind of analyze, what are the things that I need to do to take care of myself? You know, maybe self-care for you is making sure that you're putting good food into your body and nurturing it with good quality food. Now you're probably like a Leo, then what is your self-care routine look like? <laughs> well, for me, my self-care can be really structured at times and it can be really flexible. There are things that I do all the time that have to be done for my well-being. For my mental sanity, there are things that have to be done. And then there are things that I'm more of go with the flow. Like if I can get to it, I will. If I can't, then I won't. And that's fine. I don't beat myself up about it. I don't want to go into a huge depth of like the things that I do in each activity because that will be for a later episode that I have planned. So I'm just going to name some of the things for you guys. So self-care for me is meditation and journaling. Self-care is also making sure I get enough greens in my diet because I'm a tad anemic. Getting to bed on time is also really crucial for me and making sure I'm getting seven to eight hours of sleep. As well as also cutting out any type of mental strenuous work by at least 9 p.m. And especially being in a master's program, my classes are 5 to 7.50 in my program. So like I really try to keep my workload cut off at like 9 p.m. Because I run a little bit late in my program. So then that gives me enough time to also really wind down and get ready for bed. So those are the things that are an absolute every single day self-care activity that I want to do. We're really going to talk about later about, you know, the wants and the have tos. And the one thing I tell myself is that I want to do these things because when you say you have to, it kind of makes you kind of like, well, I really don't want to do it. So when you realize that you want to do these things because you know that it keeps you at your best, that's like, that's a mind game. That's a mind trick that you can do and really trick your mind into enjoying the things that you do that seem pretty basic and just normal things. But again, that's for, again, a later episode. So going back to what I do for self-care, we're going to talk about the things that are more flexible for me. So saying my affirmations, I sometimes do those every other day. And then also doing my gratitude journaling. I tend to find myself expressing gratitude in my mind lately. So sometimes doing the journaling, it I do have time for it, but I typically try to find many random moments throughout the day where I'm just like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so happy that I'm here right now. So again, those are some of the things that I do that's kind of flexible. As well as one of the things that I do is flexible is that I don't really reply to people when I just I just don't feel like it. That's self-care to me because sometimes you really feel obligated to reply to every single thing that someone sends to you. And for me, I've learned, I put my phone on do not disturb for like years. But like if I see a text message and I just don't have the energy to reply, I will not reply. 
It's simple as that because again, if it just, I don't have the energy. If I feel myself sighing when I see a text message, sometimes I just don't answer. And if I do have to, I make sure that I do something enjoyable after that activity because that's really important as well. Just keeping yourself, like keeping yourself first and taking care of yourself. And this is what I mean by that self-care. Also, even though I don't reply to people, I also tend to get into a habit of routinely like, you know, turning off social media. So sometimes I just, I just delete the app for like a day, a day or two, just because I, I don't know what it is, but notifications really make me anxious. And like, it just, it doesn't sit well with me when I get a lot of notifications. So like if I post a picture and you comment on a picture that I have. Sometimes I just don't reply and I won't reply for a day or two because I might just not, I, I probably just deleted the app because the notifications really make me anxious. So I just turn it off. And that's something that I know about myself. And I do that for the caring for myself. I care about my well being, and I know that makes me uncomfortable. So I just get rid of it in general. Self care like I was saying before, is up for interpretation. So now that you've heard mine, it can be, it can look different from yours and that's perfectly fine. I can give you 10 other thousand things and you may just not like them. But again, self-care, it's like experimental. You kind of just have to, it's a trial and error. You know, you're going to try it. If you like it, hey, maybe it'll stick. If you don't like it, get rid of it. That's okay. And over time, some of the things that you do for self-care might just not be helping you anymore. I know it might be really frustrating, but that's something that you can, or learn to at least, you know, just kind of remove from your basket of self-care. And that's fine too. You know, as we get older, we grow, things just don't serve us like they used to. And I hope you understand that that's okay. So again, like I was saying before, like you're going to have to experiment, but there are some general areas that you might really want to look into when it comes to self-care. And the first one that you can look into is taking care of your physical well-being. And that doesn't have to be like, I'm going to go power, like I'm a powerlifter, so that's why I'm referencing this, but you know, I'm going to go and like power, like that is, yes, a form of self-care for me. But also I find other physical activities more soothing as well. Like sometimes I like to go for that bike ride. I like to go for a walk and that could be yours too. It's the simple things that really just bring you enjoyment while also aiding you in your physical wellness. Another area to pay attention to when developing your self-care routine is your emotional and your mental health needs. If self-care is... for you, like for your emotional and mental stability, really just being alone and not replying to people, go ahead. Those who really care about you will understand that that's something that you need. They can wait. The needs that other people have on you can wait. You have to take care of yourself. And if that helps you emotionally, mentally, go ahead. Like I give you all permission to, and I know who am I, but I do. And you should really give yourself that permission because again, you can't perform at top 
level. You can't be your best self without taking care of yourself first. So if that's something that you need for your emotional and mental health needs, go right ahead. If you need to really just stop replying to emails for a day, hey, you know, I know sometimes your career or the things that you're doing does rely on you to do that. But if that's something that's stringent and you need to reply to emails, finding an activity after you reply to emails that brings you joy could also really be key. Because I know that sometimes, like the book that I read at one point said, and it stated that for one bad experience or one negative thing that happens, you need three positive experience to override it. And that, if you think about it, wow, one experience. So if sending out emails and being on your emails or being on your computer all day is just something that's really draining, try to instill some breaks in between and do something that you enjoy. Just do something that you enjoy. And also, you know, when you're replying to those emails, you're doing work. One of the things they teach us is, you know, get the hard stuff done first, get those tasks done. Don't wait till the end because then you're kind of just like drained from it. And then after you do that hard, those hard things that you have to do, again, reward yourself, be kind to yourself and do something that you want to do. Okay. Your emotional, your mental, and your physical needs are really important. And that's where self-care really comes into play. I feel really confident ending this podcast, knowing that we had this discussion about how self-care can sometimes be on social media, this monetary thing that we have to do. And sometimes it's just kind of like a vain thing that we have to do. I'm glad that we really got to dug a little bit deeper knowing that, you know, sometimes the basic things are self-care, you know, getting those things done. And again, self-care is up to interpretation, but I do want to get the message across that I know that on social media, sometimes that self-care is the physicality things, but it's okay to not do those things as well. You are an individual and you must know, and you must explore the things that work for you. And sometimes, you know, when we get those glitz and glams, we do the things like, you know, getting to Starbucks, changing our hair, putting on makeup. Again, that gives us a moment of gratification. But once we take those things off or once those things are all done, can you sit with yourself and feel confident and feel happy and feel good about yourself? You know, so really kind of just understanding that self-care is up to interpretation everyone's self-care looks different and that's okay and i think that's what the beauty is about it is that it is so different i love hearing what other people do about self-care and i love sharing what i do for my own self-care so please remember that self-care is about taking care of yourself if you took anything from this podcast that that is what it truly is the essence of self-care is So maybe we should change the narrative that self-care is only occasionally a thing that we do, that it's once in a while. And we should start talking about how self-care should be an everyday activity for ourselves. On that note, babes, create the glorious life that you dreamt of. You are more than capable of doing so. If you want to follow me, 
You can follow me on my official podcast Instagram, Side Grace, and that is side underscore grace, as well as following me on my official website hosted by Squarespace. And that is again, Side Grace, and you can find that link provided in the Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to Side Grace today. This is Aaliyah Gracine, and I can't wait for the next podcast. <music>